Crusade Channel News. News you can trust. Because the truth can be trusted. From the Crusade Channel News Desk, here's Janet Huxley. Good morning, Crusaders. Welcome to Monday, July 24th, 2023. I'm Janet Huxley, reporting for the Crusade Channel News Desk, live from the Dothan Ranch and Farm south of Kansas City, Missouri. This report is brought to you by our friends at Bulldog Kia. For 10 years now, Mike Churchill listeners have been getting the best deals in the USA on a new or used Kia. Drive on over to BulldogKia.com or call them at 855-BULLDOG. We'll see ya at Bulldog Kia and tell them the Crusade Channel sent you. Here's what to listen for this hour. European Union to require U.S. travelers with passports to fill out visa application. Judge sets new date for Trump trial after former president's request for extensive delay. Corporations could now be held liable for wokeism in DEI programs and policies. And CMT faces boycott calls after pulling Jason Aldean's song. European Union to require U.S. travelers with passports to fill out visa application. Our political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose reports. New requirements are on the horizon for travelers with a U.S. passport looking to get to Europe. The European Union continues to plan the rollout of new travel document requirements through its European Travel Information and Authorization System. It would require travelers with U.S. passports to fill out an online visa application before being granted entry into the EU. It won't be complicated, it's just an annoyance, said CBS News Travel Editor Pete Greenberg. Most Americans, in fact all Americans, are not used to doing this to go to Europe, so there's going to be lots of surprises at boarding gates, with people being denied boarding over the first couple of weeks if this goes into effect. Greenberg was quick to point out this new system is not a done deal. Currently slated to roll out in January of 2024, the idea has been delayed before and is expected to be delayed again. I expect Americans will not enjoy this new system if it goes into effect. For the Crusade Channel and political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. President Donald Trump's federal criminal trial has been delayed into 2024, but is still scheduled to take place before voters vote for the next president. U.S. District Judge Aileen Cannon on July 21st said the trial will not start until May 20th of 2024. Trump is facing 37 felony counts, including conspiring to obstruct justice and illegally keeping control of national defense information. The trial will take place in federal court in Florida and is expected to last about two weeks. The new trial date is a compromise between the parties, one of which asked for a late 2023 date and one of which requested a date after the November 5th, 2024 election. After Judge Cannon previously scheduled the trial for August 2023, prosecutors asked for the trial to start on December 11th of 23, while Trump wanted the trial postponed until after the election, noting he is running for the so-called president in a field that includes President Joe Biden. The Supreme Court decision last month ruling against affirmative action in higher education could dismantle diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in corporate America, experts say. The Supreme Court in a 6-3 decision said that colleges and universities could not include race considerations in their admissions process, effectively outlawing what's known as affirmative action 
and upending previous legal precedent that allowed it. You know that. The decision has sparked debate on if and how it could influence other sectors of public life, including the hiring and promotion practices of companies and corporations. Well, Fox spoke with experts who say the decision could mean that corporations could be held liable for wokeism in DEI programs and policies. Will Hild, executive director of Consumers Research, says that case could expose companies who prioritize race in staffing decisions as violating the Civil Rights Act. There's no question that affirmative action, racially based hiring and promotion schemes violate the Civil Rights Act, he said. Our quote of the day, when I shrink from suffering, Jesus reproves me and tells me that he did not refuse to suffer. Then I say, Jesus, your will and not mine. St. Gemma Golgani. Today is a vigil of St. James and our saint of the day coming up. Her father was a rich and powerful magistrate who tortured his daughter because she would not worship idols. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. Hey, my incorrigible bibliophile bros, if you only have time to read one book this summer, well, then go ahead and read the Holy Bible. But if you have time to read two books, then read The Restoration of Christian Culture by John Senior. And for extra credit, if you have time to squeeze three books in, then add The Destruction of Christian Culture by Mr. Senior. All available in our massive book selection at shop.mikechurch.com. Today is the Vigil of St. James, and our saint of the day is St. Christina. She lived during the 3rd century and was the daughter of a rich and powerful magistrate believed to have been named Urbane. He was deep in the practices of heathenism and had a number of golden idols, which he distributed among the poor. Though his lovely daughter had drawn the eye of several suitors by the time she reached the age of 11, Urbane wanted her to be a pagan priestess. He locked his daughter in a room filled with gold and silver idols and then ordered her to burn incense before them. Knowing the truth, St. Christina, it is said, smashed the false idols and threw them through the window. When her father came to visit and discovered the missing idols, he questioned her, but she refused to speak to him. After sending several of the servants to speak to her, Urbane learned of her new faith. Enraged, he began to slap his daughter's faith until she began to speak, but her words were to proclaim her new faith and to share the truth. Urbane executed the servants who tended St. Christina and beat her before throwing her into prison. Her mother came to the prison and pleaded for her daughter to renounce her faith, but St. Christina refused. The next day, Urbane took St. Christina to trial and ordered her to worship the pagan gods and beg forgiveness. Rather than following her father's orders, she held fast to her Christian faith and was ordered to be tortured. She was tied to an iron wheel above an extreme fire, raked through the flames, and her body burned, but she did not die. She was thrown into a prison cell, and that night an angel appeared. Her wounds were healed, and she was fed food the angel brought with it. The next day, when her father found her unharmed, he ordered a stone to be tied around her neck, and she was thrown into a lake. As she sank, an angel sustained and then untied her. When she reappeared above the water, Urbane attributed her survival to sorcery, and he decided to execute her the following morning, but that night, he died suddenly. The region's governor was sent to execute St. Christina, in her father's stead, but she survived every torture. When fellow believers discovered the miracles, they began to gather at her cell, and during her time in captivity, she converted nearly 300 people until a new governor arrived and resumed the torture. When she survived five days in a red-hot furnace, she was finally executed with a sword. Her feast day is today. 
Some social media users, including country music fans, have called for a boycott of country music television after the channel pulled singer Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town. CMT aired the video for a few days before it removed it on Monday, sparking criticism the channel was engaging in censorship. Some critics of Mr. Aldean's song claimed that it used footage of a courthouse where a black teenager was allegedly lynched about a hundred years ago. That isn't the case. The production company behind the video said in a statement to news outlets it used a popular filming location outside Nashville, referring to the courthouse. That location has been used in a number of other productions and shows. Any alternative narrative suggesting the music video's location decision is false, the company said, adding, Aldine did not choose the filming location. His song makes reference to the right to self-defense and firearms. The singer has said it does not glorify violence. Amid the backlash, Mr. Aldean told his followers on social media, In the past 24 hours, I have been accused of releasing a pro-lynching song, a song that has been out since May, and was subject to the comparison that I, direct quote, was not too pleased with the nationwide BLM protests. These references are not only meritless, but dangerous. The country music singer, who is a supporter of President Donald Trump, also said the lyrics refer to his childhood. That's when we took care of our neighbors, regardless of differences of background or belief, he said, because they were our neighbors and that was above any differences. He continued to say, my political views have never been something I've hidden from. And I know a lot of us in this country don't agree on how we get back to a sense of normalcy, where we go at least a day without a headline that keeps us up at night. But the desire for it too. That's what this song is about. Send me your news tips to Janet at CrusadeChannel.com and stay tuned to the Crusade Channel with live breaking news updates all day and the best live talk radio anywhere. Up next, the Mike Church Show continues. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. I'm Janet Huxley for the Crusade Channel, seeking news and finding truth. <laughs> 